0: Welcome back, everybody. This, of course, is the 50-State Mystery Podcast. Today, I'm moving on to Alaska. The investor murders. Now, the investor was a boat vessel. This incident took place in Craig, Alaska. Population, uh, about 300, I'm sorry, 1,300 people. And it's only accessible by boat fitting since this took place on a boat. This incident took place on September 7th, 1982 on a fishing boat called investor. And it was found burning off the coast of Craig. The people on the boat were found killed. The coroner's office confirmed the remains of seven bodies. However, later on, a jury would confirm an eighth body. The cause um, of, the, of the death was obviously um, confirmed later, but the extent of how the bodies were all killed um, was never found out because of how badly the bodies were burned. So it starts with the owner of the boat, a man named Mark Colthurst, uh, and his wife and he had two kids as well, and they owned the boat. Um, that day, they were out doing some salmon fishing, which is one of the reasons he bought the boat, and they had four crewmen on board with them. Um, the, the day that they went out uh, with the four other crewmen, uh, and I must add that they were the four crewmen were all college age. Uh, freshman, sophomore around that age um, fit, could handle themselves um, and were very capable of just handling themselves. They, um, they were picked by Mark because he knew them and he could trust them and um, he, he knew that they would do good work while they were on the boat. So that day, like I said, they had around 77,000 pounds of salmon on, on board, and they were going to go drop it off um, near Craig um, on another island, um, and they were hoping to make around $30,000 just on that haul alone. So when they they did make it, um, and they unloaded their haul um, just fine, and they docked at a place called North Cove Dock, and that night when they were done, um, they went and had dinner, they had drinks, um, and the, the four crewmen, again, they were, you know, college age. I read that they, um, went and bought marijuana just to have a good time, relax, um, after their haul and, and after all they had done. Um, so it also said that the locals weren't exactly familiar with the family, um, or the boys, but they weren't unfriendly towards them either. Um, the, the, the family typically didn't sail that area of Alaska when they were uh, doing their salmon fishing, they would usually go around it, but they decided to stop this time. And so, uh, they stopped at Craig. And, um, anyway, that's why they were in the area and that's why they decided to stop. So when they did dock, they actually didn't tie off on a dock. They tied off on, uh, two boats. So there was a dock that one boat was tied off on and then another boat was tied off on that one and then um this boat uh, mark's boat the the uh, investor was tied off on those two boats so after all that and after um having a night out and all that they were last seen um, leaving a restaurant called ruth ann's restaurant uh, around 9:30 p.m. um and um after that they went back and one of the other boats um the two boats that they were tied to were called the defiant and the decade um one of the boats the, the people on one of the boats was having another party just another get together because it was kind of celebrating the end of salmon fishing sea- season so they were just wanting to have a good time so they stayed up little bit later and mark and his family and the crew had to kind of walk over these other boats but it wasn't that big of a deal because they all kind of knew each other um, but they had to walk through these boats and they kind of said their good night went into the boat and that was it um the last time anybody saw them from that boat um was at 10 p.m like i said they were kind of out partying and there was a storm, uh, a bad storm coming. So the last people kind of stopped partying at least outside the boats around 10 PM. So next morning, um, one of the crewmen from the decade, one of the other two boats, uh, noticed that the investor was kind of, it wasn't tied to them anymore. It was, it was idling uh, kind of away from them. And the man noticed that there was someone in the Uh, pilot house which is pretty much what it sounds like like where the captain steers the ship Um, but he noticed someone was in there but he couldn't really tell who it was because of his window and his boat and then the other window uh, in the investor and so he just assumed it was Mark because it was a similar build and size so he kind of waved to him and the man waved back and so he just kind of thought everything was all good and that was that um little did he know um that was not mark um not sure exactly who it was but to this day um they're not really sure but we know it wasn't mark so later in that morning a heavy fog rolled in uh people reported seeing the boat on an uh, an island called fish egg island and it was just kind of docked just sitting there um and it's about a mile away from craig um and so full day goes, full day goes by. It's September 7th now and the investor is still just sitting at this fish, egg Island, same place, uh, didn't move. So, um, a man was seen later. Well, this is jumping ahead a little bit, but there was a man that was seen later. He went to a gas station, bought two and a half gallons of gas, on um on the investors um little vessel um oh i can't can't remember what it's called but the little little a little boat that's tied to a bigger boat um a skiff that's what it is it was seen boarding the investor skiff with the gasoline and going back to the investor Um, and so a description of the man was given to the authorities um, but nobody really thought that much about it. They just thought it was a local. And they, all the locals kind of look similar. The men, you know, average build between five nine and 6 feet, 160, 170 pounds. That's a lot of people. And he was wearing a baseball hat, so um, that's about the best anyone ever got description-wise of him. And this was, you know, again, back in the early 80s when it's not like there were cell phones everywhere, cameras everywhere, that sort of thing. So... It really made it hard to give an accurate description when you're not looking for somebody to describe to authorities. Um, so around 4 p.m. on September 7th, um, people noticed smoke coming from the investor and another boat that was out called the Casino started to boat over and just to see what was going on. And as they were boating over, the the investor's skiff. Um, was being driven by this man in the baseball cap driving away from it. So the boat stopped the man and, and they kind of chatted for a little bit and was kind of asking what was going on, but it was real brief. Um, but the the uh, captain from the casino said he didn't have any red flags. So he let the skiv go and he went towards the boat and saw that it was on fire, alerted authorities, um, and they got it. Eventually they got it Put out after several hours um, and the the investor skiv uh, marks skiv was later found abandoned and just tied to a random dock um, with nothing in it but again after several hours of extinguishing putting out the fire um, emergency personnel started looking for survivors immediately obviously and they initially found four bodies that were burned beyond recognition but they were sent to a lab um, to where the lab confirmed that the bodies were of Mark and his wife initially and they weren't it wasn't because of the fire that they were killed An autopsy later revealed that they had gunshot wounds um, to their heads but not like an execution style at read um, it was more of a um, you know how you might think if somebody came at you with a gun all of a sudden and you're trying to uh, avoid them or fight back or whatever. Uh, so it wasn't like he walked up on them and shot them. Um, so now obviously authorities are investigating a murder. Yes. And an arson case as well. Um, because they noticed that the fire didn't start where the gasoline was then the started in the back, started in the front and worked its way back. So right there, there was huge red flag that this wasn't just a fire that broke out, um, that this was much, much worse. Um, and based on other evidence, it's believed that the culprit or, or even culprits, since they didn't know, tried to sink the ship initially. Um, peop- the authorities found that the the um, boat had holes in it and they were trying to sink the ship and that's why it took the day in the heavy fog. So I, I guess the guy went back, this guy in the baseball cap went back, got gasoline and decided to burn the boat, hopefully burn all the bodies and all that. For the most part, it worked because some of the bodies still were so unrecognizable, they couldn't confirm if it was any of the crewmen or the rest of the family or, or whatever they were just burned beyond recognition. And even the bones were just ash. They read, um, now it's believed while there hasn't necessarily been a motive confirmed motive. It's believed that this man had a grievance against Mark and his family because, um, he was, they later after, uh, the first few months, they, the authorities had three men that they, um, thought, were the culprits and they narrowed in on one person um, and that one person was John Kenneth Peel, Peel. and they narrowed in on him um, because he had a grievance against Mark because he was let go he used to work for Mark on his fishing boat um, but he was let go he was fired so authorities thought well there's his probable cause uh, uh, maybe he just held it in And finally just decided to get it all out and went on a murdering spree. Um, But by November of 82, after it kind of faded away, it wasn't in the public eye so much, um, that's when this man, John Peel, um, he matched the description. And that's when the authorities took him in. And it was a long, lengthy, lengthy process. Uh, We're talking years of... Get, gathering av- evidence and having uh, so many eyewitnesses say, oh, that's definitely him. Matches the description. Other eyewitnesses um, said, nope, that's not him. That's not the person. It just went back and forth, back and forth for such a long time. So, um, the, um, when it went to the court, excuse me, um, in 1986, um, he was set For trial for the murders of all the family members and the four crewmen, and um, Peel would, during the the trials, he would wear different wigs and mustaches and eyeglasses and all that kind of stuff because he was he was quote unquote scared for his life outside of the courtroom, Um, so he would put all that stuff on, and ultimately it would mess with the jury. And ultimately, after four years, he was acquitted of all charges. And to this day, no one has been charged. The case is considered closed, but no one has ever been charged. No one knows exactly what happened, uh, except for they have the man with the hat that was 5'9", five, 5'10", five, 160 pounds. Uh, that's the only person that probably knows what happened. but authorities never found this person and probably never will at this point. So the case again is still, is closed, but it's unsolved. So thank you all for listening again. I hope that was better. See you next time.